Hello, welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, sometimes known as Mike Zielinski. Uh, my guest today is Scott Hunsinger, who is the general manager of the Reading Fight and Fills. And what a time to be the GM of this franchise. This is the 50th anniversary season with your affiliation with the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm -hmm. And it's the longest running in minor league baseball. That's incredible. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, it's been a tremendous relationship. You know, uh, like many things out at, at the ballpark, uh, it was it was good before I got there. Yeah. So, you know, my goal is just to not mess it up. Uh, <laughs> it's my 25th year, so I guess I've been there for That's half, amazing. half yeah. of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Philadelphia Phillies and Craig Stein and Chuck Domino and uh, everyone has had just a tremendous relationship. And as you mentioned, it is the longest in all of my early baseball. It's actually tied with the Lakeland Tigers, uh, and they're obviously, it's a Florida State League team, so it's a different situation. Yeah, but yeah. It's a unique situation, a lot of history, and uh, the Phillies have been great about helping us plan this year. Yeah, because I remember when Redding was affiliated with the Cleveland Indians and briefly at, with the Boston Red Sox. This year, really special year. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, um, you know, we sat down with the Phillies uh, right from the beginning and said, you know, hey, this is special. This is the uh, first time anyone's really reached this point. Uh, and they've just been tremendous partners. And I should even mention even through the transition. So the first conversations were with Pat Gillick and, and oh, that's true. more recently yeah. Andy McPhail yeah. uh, has, you know, I guess you would say honored the beginning parts of the conversations and, and continued uh, you know, to do the things that we talked about. Um, celebrating 50 years, you could do it a million different ways. We're doing it mainly two ways. Number one, we have 14 games this season that are 50th season featured games okay uh, a lot of golden bobbleheads a lot of replica jerseys it's kind of like a, almost like a hawaiian shirt type of a layout with pictures of the top 50 players all over it iconic images um oh, that's so awesome. there's 14 no one does this like you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you um, but sort of the the, the key element of the 50th season celebration is really uh like nascar has the daytona 500 first march 31st uh you know we'll have uh, a game that is truly unique to our sport. It has never taken place before. It's going to be called the Phillies Futures Game. Mm -hmm. We have to get special permission from the commissioner's office. Um, no team has ever done it. And it is uh, the Philadelphia Phillies are coming to Reading. That's happened before. Yes, instead yes. of playing Reading, they are going to bring their top prospects through their entire system, whether they're triple A, single A, double A, whatever, and create sort of... I didn't a, realize that. I yeah, knew they were coming. Yeah, and a lot of people are kind of missing that. Oh, that's really cool. So it's not the Reading team that they're going to be playing on March 31st. It is literally a showcase of the top 20, 25 prospects in their entire organization taking on their current major league team. Uh, that, that's, that's probably the it's best game they'll have all year. Yeah, that's well, amazing. Theoretically, it could be the best. It's never yeah. occurred in the sport. So never has any franchise. The I'm Dodgers, surprised Yankees they're going Phillies. through the logistics of bringing all it's those guys deal. in. It's a huge deal. you yeah. got to bring, I mean, yeah, of course. Um, just to sort of give you a feel for that, for the people that haven't necessarily completely figured it out yet. <laughs> at, at, at catcher, you're going to have Carlos Ruiz, you know, yeah. iconic hero of the 2008 World Series. You're going to have Cameron Rupp. New guy right, coming right. up, kind of ascended to the starting role. That's one team's catchers. The other team, you're going to have Andrew Knapp, who hit almost 400 for us last year and has all of a sudden become you know, a mega prospect. Yeah. And the other catcher on that team is Alfaro, who's the catcher they got in the Hamels deal, who is one of the highest rated catchers in the country, period. It's going to be interesting to see how the all future four plays out. Yeah. You got all four catchers on one field one day. You can see all four catchers 
you know, the entire lineage yeah. of the franchise. And that would take place at each position. I know. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, yeah, and the Phillies get a tremendous amount of credit for yeah. pulling this together, I mean, honestly. As we tape this, it's 80 degrees here in Reading. I hope you have similar weather that day. Uh, I'll take 50 and no rain. It'll be perfectly fine. You know I mean, because it's, you know, it's going to be an awesome night as long as it's not, you know, freezing cold. We'll be okay. But, you know, through these 50 years, you know, you talk about the future, the past, and uh, your fans picked the 50th greatest Reading Phillies, mm-hmm. Fightins now, yeah. or Fightin' Phillies. Sure, same, either one. It's amazing, you know, without reading the whole thing, but, you know, three Hall of Famers, uh, four National League MVPs, two American League MVPs, the American League Cy Young Award winner, a National League Cy Young Award winner, uh, two uh, Rookies of the Year, and seven Eastern League MVP winners, and not to mention people don't even fall in that category, like Darren Dalton and people like that. It's amazing. It is really you know. amazing. I mean, the people of this community have been, you know, really lucky for many, many, many years uh, although, to see all those players. I know. Although, a funny thing, I was covering you guys back in the day when George Bell was here briefly. He was hurt most of the year, and when he did play, it was terrible. Right, right, And he right. later, in fact, he changed right. his first name. But you got to see him. <laughs> yeah. Or right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So you got to see him, right? Yeah. So, you know, even though Cole Hamels wasn't here for very long, right. you he got was to here. see him. And yeah. then you get to, so then you get, last year when we got Thompson and the Hamels deal, you, you got to see Thompson on the same mound in the same stadium as you saw Hamels. Yeah, and so Robin Roberts, when yep. you know, he was running on fumes at the yep. end, but he came and pitched, yep. and actually pitched pretty well. Yeah. I remember, why did he retire? Yeah. But, yeah. So, you know, J.P. Crawford, you saw, you saw Rollins, yeah. you saw Boa. Yeah. And then now you get to see J.P. Crawford. And you get to see him from the same grandstand in the same stadium with the same brick wall, wall around you. So, you, you know, it really is a really cool way to kind of compare and contrast the generations of players. What's amazing about your franchise, and at minor league b- baseball to a degree, but you guys set the standard. Besides the on-field product, I mean, everything with it. I mean, it is an entertainment center. You. And you guys have done – it's a great place to take a family – and you have you have done so many special things over the years. I can't th- remember them all. The swimming pool for one, mm-hmm. and and all the extras. Now you're going to have the dugout suite, which sounds really awesome. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, very quickly, the dugout suite. You know, the challenge with creating a higher end sort of VIP experience in a stadium that was built in 1950, and, and we've know. always tried to retain that you know America's classic ballpark feel. Uh, it always felt like a square peg in a round hole. You know, right. if we build some suites up top, it takes it's gonna, away from yeah, the it's going to feel yeah. yeah. So um, the dugout suite is really a solution to that quandary, which is you know, hey, how could we put a place with waitress service that would be experientially different um, without sort of messing up the the, the, the right. overall atmosphere? So what we did was we essentially replicated the players' dugout right on the first base bag. It's literally right even with the bag. Uh, and 56 people are going to sit in a brand new dugout that looks like an existing dugout yeah. uh, in with most comfortable chairs yeah. with waitress service. You know, you can have open bar, you can have all you can eat. Uh, you can you the ticket includes an on-field cocktail party every game where the players will visit with you while you're standing out on the warning track to give those 56 people an experience that nobody else has. Um, it'll also uh, it's only $25. You know, a ticket, that's amazing. So we didn't want to you know push the the bar anywhere. I mean, a, you know, a ticket to a lot of events nowadays are $25. Oh yeah. This is the most 
most expensive ticket in our ballpark. At $25, you literally sit on the field, even with the fightings dug out, with waitress service and the most comfortable chairs we've yeah, ever had. Are they so, all sold out for the entire season? We're not quite sold out, but we're close. Yeah, for the entire we have season. About, we have about a dozen games or so, I would say. Maybe early spring games. Seats. Yeah, it's kind of spread, you know, yeah. but yeah, but it's definitely, uh, yeah, it's only 56 seats. There's only 73 games. Oh, that's an so. awesome experience. Yeah. And again, you probably don't make a lot of money on that because it's 56 seats and the pricing is so affordable. But again, it's just whole part of the ambiance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, at this point, we've kind of come to, you know, what experiences can we add on top? You know, we don't feel like we have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, we really want to just kind of. Uh, always ask the question like what could we do better for our fans what could we do better for the family so that when they leave they they have more of a wow um, and certainly the dugout suite is one of those yeah, um, yeah. so you know that's really the way and that's the way we kind of try to push the bar um, this year we'll be announcing uh, 50 beers for 50 seasons you know to go <laughs> kind of go all in on the, yeah. the craft beer um, and then again that's the answer to the question of yeah okay guy comes the game girl comes the game they like beer we had beer we had some very good beers, but yeah. how could we take it to a level that maybe no one else has taken it to, at least in minor league setting? How could we give you sort of this experiential walk through the beer world? And so we've kind of scattered them around the ballpark so you can almost get like a different experience everywhere you go. So. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think there's anything left for you guys to do. I there's think a lot kinda, more. There's uh, a lot more. Yeah. How many years have you been the GM now? Uh, this is, I think, my tenth season as the GM. I think I was the assistant GM for nine. Yeah, we're we're having we're going to have a second show, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about your role and uh, over the years and the challenges. But uh, this is an unbelievably special year. Uh, do you think too with uh, with Philadelphia struggling the last couple of years? Does that help your tennis? Did it hurt it when Philadelphia was really good? that more people maybe said, let's go see the big fills instead of coming to Reading? I don't think it was ever helping us more than when they were winning World Series and being in the World Series. So when so they're good, so when they're good, effect, they go, yeah. you know, okay. yeah, it rises all ships kind of a thing, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that said, you know, another unique part about Reading is the people get it. They get that it doesn't matter if we, of course, last year we almost won the championship. It would be really neat to win the championship. Yeah. But that's not really why people come. They come to see J.P. Crawford. They come to see right. Alfaro. And, and that's a really unique situation. Other GMs in my position don't have that. Yeah. So, you know, that gives us a lot of sort of credibility to kind of not stake everything on winning and losing. Yeah. And, and therefore, that also allows us to kind of paint on the fringes with all the experiential stuff. Yeah, it's not have. about winning and losing. It's more about saying that you saw J.P. Crawford. Right, right. You know, and, and, that give, and that, I don't know how that got like that. Uh, it's just a, another one of those things like we just want to kind of go with it and not mess it up. And yeah. My staff, you know, we have 23 full-time people. 19 of them were interns, including me, for this yeah, team it's amazing. in particular. So they came here as a kid. Yeah. They understand the culture, um, and, and that's a big part of it. All right. Hey, I can't wait for part two. <laughs> and don't forget to uh, uh, like us on Facebook and check us out on the People's Chronicle YouTube channel. Take care. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.